0: You called for me, my lord. Hello, it's time to start your year. This is not getting done, this session. (laughs) It is uh, much more involved than I thought it would be. This will probably be its own arc in and of itself. But Great. (laughs) It's very good, though, starting out so far. All right. Okay. Hello, this is Major General Malone. The following is a Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Names, characters, businesses, places, and incidents are either products of the Dungeon Master's imagination or used in a fictitious manner. Any resemblances to actual persons, living or dead, or any actual events are purely coincidental. So, kick back, relax, and enjoy the episode. You might be wondering how we got here. Chilling. Where do you live?
1: (laughs) Um, I think we're doing like a full house situation at Julie's house. So you are staying at
0: Julie's mom's house. I
1: think with your sister and Willen. Okay, yeah. I think he would for part of the year, and then him and Kumi would get a place just because they're like, hey, fuck this.
0: Yeah, that's fair. No, I understand that. That makes sense. So, so they probably get an apartment. Yeah. Okay. So for now, you're living with uh. Let me actually get Jesse in here, too, really quick. Oh, damn. Just so, because this is this exchange will happen at the same time. So, wah, there we wah, are, Jesse.
2: Wow, 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 wow. So,
0: just want to ask you some stuff. Just because, you know, Cash is at your mom's house because you offered to be there. How yeah. do you, do you, like, help the families move in? How do you, like, facilitate so. setting it up? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aww. no.
2: I feel, I've put, like, her personal effects away yes. into the okay. attic, you cool. know?
0: So, Cash, you're getting settled into your new place. Uh, you and Kumi get, like, the guest bedroom. Will and Dar, Will Sr. and Dar, get Julie's mom's bedroom, which is kind of the master bedroom. And then Will's, little Will's room, is Julie's old room in this house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, Julie, as you're kind of, or Jesse, as you're kind of, as, I guess, Julie, as you're going through
2: uh,
0: your mother's personal effects, you clean out the rest of of her stuff. You pack it up, box it up. Most of it was being boxed up, but you wanted to go through it. Just make sure like what you what you have. And as you're kind of going through your mother's leftover stuff from the house, you find some interesting objects. Some things that like you don't know what your mother was planning on doing with them. Uh, First, you find a locket. And it's a silver locket okay. that has your father and this other woman that you don't know.
2: Okay, I'll I'll hold on to that.
0: Okay, and then you see two other strange things. You see this like small, strange golden cradle that has like a picture of like it, it depicts baby Jesus, and but it's like super. It's gem encrusted. It has a lot of like shining metals, and it seems like something that would be like worth a lot on like Antiques Roadshow. And you also see this like small needle, and I need you to make a history check for me.
2: Oh my god! I think I I think I get a bonus on history checks, yes, don't you I? Do.
0: You have an extra plus one or two, something like that.
2: I think it's a one. Here, let me let me check my character sheet. Yeah, which I have a PDF of. <laughs> <All> good. <laughs> Let's see. I do have a plus one to history. Okay, come on, new dice.
0: What is it? <laughs> that looks is like a, a one or a twenty. <laughs>
2: it's a one. Oof.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, just this like strange silver needle.
2: Why? But why do I notice it? Why, like? It's
0: in the same box as this weird. It's all just this one. It's a very tiny box that this stuff is packed it in. It has
2: these three items. It has this
0: these three items and some photos of your of your father.
2: Okay. Yeah, I'll take the box. Okay.
0: You have the box. Where are you living? Are you living in this house or are you living in your Chicago apartment? My
2: my Chicago apartment. Okay,
0: cool. Uh, that's all I need for you for now. I'll call you in, in just a second. I like don't want to intrude. No, no, no. That's fine. I mean, I wasn't expecting you to live with this family that's just and living here.
2: Olivia, that'd be weird. A full house
1: situation.
0: <laughs> she does still have her Chicago apartment, so.
1: This is our landlord who lives
0: with us. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> all right. That's all I okay. need for you from now. I'll call you back in, in just a, a moment. I'm going to handle some stuff with Olivia and then get to you great what okay so you're living in in julie's mother's home mm-hmm. so what is your like so first of all there's the phaetonian registration act which again phaetonians need to register to be able to get like essentially their green cards seems vaguely fascist but go on i mean thinking about the times <laughs> of, of during 2020 it makes a little bit of sense what do you and kumi decide to do because she is technically, um, red, would be a Phaetonian. And she doesn't have a driver's license, she doesn't have a green card, she doesn't have a social security number.
1: I, Because I don't think, she doesn't have any, like, magical powers, does she?
0: Not really, no. I think we'd both get registered. You don't have to get registered. You're, you have a, social, you're a human. You have a social security card and a I also have license. magical
1: powers.
0: Yes, but you don't necessarily have to register those. That's something different. That's from the Paranormal Normification okay. Act, which you don't have to register for.
1: Very well. Um, hmm. Non-humans have to register. So, okay. So if she gets registered, she can get a driver's license and a social security card unless yeah. she's on the
0: grid. Yes, exactly. And has the ability to, like, I don't get a job or work for certain, you know. That what kind
1: does of she want to do?
0: Um, I think unless you dissuade her otherwise, she's just going to kind of go with it. All right. So okay. she gets registered. Yeah. So she okay. gets goes to get registered. Just kind of living during these times, what is your day-to-day like? Especially, like, through December, January, you're kind of in it now. Things have kind of calmed down.
1: Am I working yet?
0: Well, what do you want to work for?
1: Um, hmm. Because SWAT is part of the UN, yes? Yes. And I'm assuming there's not a lot of Korean-to-common translators and i'm guessing cuz it's a little like funky, a little weird mm-hmm. in the states at least especially if like if you have you know korean uh like dignitaries who are like stuck in the us for right now while travel's sort of at a standstill that it's he, a good so travel resource. isn't at a
0: standstill anymore it's it's fine that's what that d6 roll was travel okay. is fine everything is back to normal by january not back to normal Wild. normal but things have begun to pick back up and things are running fine okay
1: Then, yeah, because I think translating would be something that he could do that wasn't, like, terribly physically taxing for him. Uh, It also gives him a little bit of a, like, an ear to the ground, I guess, a little bit, in Mm -hmm. terms of, like, what's going on in, like, local politics, at least. Okay, yeah. So he probably probably has to buy a car because i don't think he has a car okay (laughs) um and he drives in and out of chicago for translator stuff so he will get up like stretch or whatever he does and then says goodbye to everybody full house style and hops in his car and drives to chicago the greater chicago area, to
0: become a translator There is some precedent for this with the diplomatic team. The the translators were part of the diplomatic team of SWAT. Uh, You would have to go through a certain classification. Because you were an investigation team member, you would actually have to go through the processes of it. But I can say you could start on that now if you would like.
1: Or Or is he working like private security? So here's what happens then.
0: You begin to hear tale of the hunter's licenses which is a form of getting that kind of certification you would need to become a actual like above the board like translator and like get licensed to use your magical abilities and all that stuff you're above human they're not magical necessarily but they're above human abilities and that you could start registering for that you hear like you see flyers around you here you see like ads online about like hey join the hunter society blah 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 blah, get registered so, now So what exactly is a hunter? What is their like role primarily? They, Hunting
1: down They there's like, a whole bunch of things. So if if you beastly. want to
0: be if you want to be registered to study the arcane you have to be oh, registered with okay. yeah, the hunter society. If you want to be able to use magical items, you have to be registered with the hunter society. Like it's the all encompassing to be able to use magic and like oh, study yeah, magic then he and use it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, you also I'm also going to give you this option. You can choose which one you do. You get a call from Richard Bones.
1: Dick Bones.
0: This is the brother Bones, not Bradley Bones. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And he calls you and you hear the phone call. You pick up and he goes Cash. Hello. It's been a minute.
1: Oh, yeah. Hi.
0: Listen, I'm going to keep this short. We're a little bit low on crew right now. We're a little bit low on finances. The world's gone to shit, obviously. We're still maintaining the Chicago area. If you want work, there's work. That's all I'll say. Call me back at this number. He gives you a number. It's a strange number. It doesn't seem like it's an actual above-the-board number. If you want work, there's for it. I'm not going to hunt you down. I have too much on my plate right now. And he hangs up. Okay. So, it's your choice. Um. And also, just real quick, you mentioned that you wanted to talk to Llama about, like, the spirit realm stuff. Yes. Is that something you would like to do still? Yes. Okay. Uh, How do you, like, contact Llama? There's a whole bunch of ways. Just, like, tell me narratively how you managed to, like, talk to Llama and...
1: Uh, I think he goes through, like, the old SWAT directory and finds, like, a phone number. Okay. Uh, no, he's too old for that. Yeah, Stone of
0: Far Speech.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah,
0: sure. Goes through Stone of Far Speech. You call him up on the Stone of Far Speech. You guys have a little bit of a conversation. He says to come meet him at his place in Chicago. He's still there. He said he's he's, like, packing up and moving, but he'll still be in the city for a couple of weeks as he moves to New York for the United Nations. ah, But you have, you arrange a time to go meet up with him. And actually, like as you go to this apartment, it's this like luxury apartment in Chicago. Obviously, he was making top dollar at SWAT so he could afford this thing, this place. And obviously, when Phaeton and everything collapsed, he needed a new place to live for however long he was going to be in Chicago. But he's an elf. He has lots of money and finances and all that stuff. You go to his <laughs> apartment... And you actually see, uh, as you kind of go up to the floor and the the address that you, you actually like buzz him and security kind of lets you in, all that stuff. Uh, as you go to his apartment room, he's actually walking out and he looks like he's getting ready to go. And he goes, oh, oh, oh sorry. I, it must have slipped my mind. I have a lot going on right now. Okay, sorry. Yeah,
1: I get it. Can I help you with your No, bags? no, no,
0: no. It's, it's fine. I'm actually on my way to go visit Wesley. Oh, really? Yes, I have to do a bit of research and and whatnot. It's it's fine. Uh, please come in. And he yeah. men- motions you to come in and kind of sit and, and chat for a, a little bit. Okay. As you sit down, he says, "Yes, you were mentioning something about gaining access to the spirit realm."
1: So, as far as I know, or this is the extent of my knowledge, you are able to channel the spirit realm into. The sort of isolation tanks that we were in at SWAT?
0: He gives you a nod. He kind of looks a little bit disheartened. But he he gives you a nod.
1: Well, what's the look? What's the look about?
0: (sighs) They, uh, according to the new registration terms and the disbandment of the society, I have lost my access to my spirit chamber.
1: Okay. You're still able to harness the... The ability to enter the spirit realm or, or channel the spirit realm,
0: right? Unfortunately, I am hundreds of years at this point out of practice without using the tools that were designed to me. Now, I could go relearn them, but I am unfortunately very, very busy, Cash. I do not mean to negatively impact your your search for the spirit realm and the story that you want to claim but unfortunately I myself can no longer channel it. However and it kind of gives you a, a little bit of a smile and he goes my old teacher Mr. Dusk could possibly help
1: and where does this Mr. Dusk live or where <laughs> is he operating out of? He
0: kind of uh, smiles and uh, gives you a chuckle and goes Mr. Dusk does not give you his location. He will find you but if you would like, I can reach out to him for you. Oh, uh, please. He kind of smiles and gives you a nod. He says, then we will be in contact, Cash. He kind of takes a look at his watch. He kind of grimaces and says, now I'm, I'm very sorry. I don't mean to rush you out, but I must go. I have to make my stop at Wesley's pace before I go on to continue packing and making my move over to the United Nations headquarters.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And Don't say hi to Wes no. for me. Of course. And I skedaddle out of there. Yeah.
0: Okay. You head out. Uh, and what are you deciding? Are you going to contact Bones? Are you going to look into this registration?
1: I think he, because the like magic element is somewhat that he wants to continue practicing that, especially if he's going to try to harness the spirit realm. Okay. He's probably going to go with the hunter route.
0: Okay, cool. You begin starting the beginning processes of the hunter's licensing. There's a lot of paperwork. There's background checks. There's a lot of that going on. And you, like, have to divulge all of your abilities. There's, like, a training aspect to it. And there's an audition portion in the middle sector of it. Um, A
1: tryout sort of situation? Yeah.
0: And and as that happens, uh, by the way, are you keeping Suwon with you at all times?
1: Um, yeah, pretty much. I'm sure I would have to register him as well. Yes.
0: So you would have like to not only license. register Suwan's if you want to, yes, do you want to get Suwan registered as a service Is my question?
1: Yes, absolutely. Especially because he has some issues
0: with mobility still. Okay. Yeah, you can definitely, like put Suwan through the training for that. So between like the beginning stages of the Hunter's like licensing, where it's like a lot of just red tape bureaucracy that you have to go through, background checks, divulging all of your information. They want you to be kind of as transparent as possible. Mm-hmm. Between that and just the, the training for Suwon, this takes maybe a couple of weeks. So Suwon essentially, when Suwon's not around you, the Jousin Saija are always either making moves on you or stalking you. And so you okay. keep Suwon by your side pretty much the entire time now. Okay. And every time is not specifically next to you, side you will try to go after you.
1: Okay, how am I, like, preventing myself from getting reaped?
0: I need you to go ahead and make a wisdom check. Uh, a wisdom saving throw? Check.
1: Wisdom saving throw? Yes, wisdom okay. saving
0: throw. Oh, boy, this is exciting.
1: <laughs> That's a dirty 20.
0: Dirty 20. Yeah. Take plus two spirit and minus okay. one body. Okay. As you, like every time the Josin Saija happens, you find that inner peace that pulses with this energy that you have come to use as your key. And it some aspect of it, once a Josin Saija gets you, doesn't happen after that. You either have suwan on you or you're just constantly and you're like it's an, it's actually like a it's not nice because it's terrifying each and every time. But it's like yeah. almost a nice exercise of your key keeping you kind of on your toes and, and ready for it. Um, yeah. but by this point you know to keep suwan by you at all times. So at, by this point Jo Sing Saija aren't really like I mean they'll they'll come for you anytime Suwan's not by you, but normally what you see is just like a Jo Sing Saija over in the corner of whatever oh, it's room it's constantly
1: in. lurking. That's so scary. Yeah.
0: It follows, but like all the time. Exactly, exactly. But you get used to that new normal. Um you get Suwan registered as a service animal. And in between these, you begin to dream. And one of those dreams You are lying down in this kind of dark space and you come awake in the dream. Like you just wake up. And you kind of feel around yourself taking your surroundings. You're in this misty dark area. You hear sounds around you. The sounds of like forest and desert and life around you. And you're just kind of in this formless space and you take a moment to like take in yourself and it's your left leg that's bad, right? Yes. Yes, your your thigh down at this point is just gone on your left leg. Hmm. And you realize this form is your spirit form or your soul form that you had during the souls and sails arc. And you kind okay. of are a little bit confused as to why this happens. And then you see this form, this like mist appear and it coagulates and forms into this lion figure. And he takes a measure of you and begins to, like, slowly paw over. And he goes, Hello. Are you the one they call Cash? That'd be me. This lion kind of gives you a nod. And he goes, My name is Mr. Dusk.
1: We're waiting to hear from you.
0: I have been busy. And he gives, a like, a general nod. And he goes, I heard that you want to learn how to unlock your spirit connection. I do. Are you willing to do the travel, both physically, spiritually, and mentally, in order to unlock this? Yes. Very well. He kind of sits back on his- he's right next to you now, obviously, you're having this conversation. He sits back on his hind legs and goes, Then let's begin. This is the first lesson. What... Are you? (laughs) And he makes a swipe at you with his paw. Go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw for me. Dexterity saving throw?
1: That's a natural 20.
0: Natural 20. Yeah. Sorry, with disadvantage because of the one leg thing. 14
1: plus 7,
0: 21. You're still fine. Your reflexes kind of kick in and you manage to duck out of the way as his paw kind of lashes out at you. And he uh, essentially begins, like, hustling with you, and I'm going to set up my first soft move. He's kind of in your face. Your guys are kind of going back-to-back, blow-to-blow, back, uh, blow, and he goes, What are you?
1: I'm a, I'm a man. I'm a human.
0: He takes another swipe at you. Go ahead and make another dexterity saving throw with disadvantage for me. Alright, that is uh, uh, 15. 15. This time he manages to kind of uh, slap you and you feel this kind of shake in your body. Just go. I'll, actually, I'll just write this down for you, so that way we can figure it out at the end there. And he goes, what does that mean?
1: I'm uh, alive now, but I'll eventually die. I'm only here for a short time.
0: You see him swipe at you again. This time, as you say that, his swipe is a little bit slower, and he managed to kind of dodge out of the way as his mist form begins to kind of collapse in on itself, and sweeping out of that mist now, you see a giant eagle take to the sky. Okay. <laughs> and as he flies around you now, he says... Which is more permanent, life or death? And he begins to swoop down at you. Uh, Make a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage.
1: Oh, boy, that's not great. That is a 13.
0: Okay. This time, the eagle essentially, like, swipes down into you and almost goes through your spirit form, and you feel like core kind of shaken, and you fall back onto the ground now. And this eagle gets up and, and does another loop. And he says, that's incorrect. Why?
1: Because, uh, I'm recycled. There's another... There's something beyond death. There's an afterlife. There's reincarnation. Go
0: ahead and make a dexterity saving throw straight. Tasty. Um, so
1: 16 or 18. That is an
0: 18 plus... Uh, 25 25 this time as he swoops down again and, and begins to like impound on you and like try to essentially do the same move where it goes straight through you you dodge out of the way and the misform collides with the ground and begins to uh, drift past you and reform into this rhinoceros as this rhinoceros now begins to charge you uh, he says so what does being human mean that I'm alive? the rhino charges you and as you say that, uh, make a dexterity saving throw for me.
1: Straight? Yep.
0: 11. 11? Yep. The rhino charges you and you aren't able to get out of the way and you're kind of thrown up into the air and the rhino kind of turns on a heel and, and charges at you again. Go ahead and make another dexterity saving throw with regular. Uh, that is dirty
1: 20
0: again. Dirty 20. This time he says, that's good. You're alive which means you're connected. And as, as he says that, you kind of almost instinctually like hunch down, and the rhino like charges you, but you, you see the opening in his charging stance, and you grab at it, and it's a lot lighter than you would have thought, and you essentially just flip it on its back. And it slams down. And as it does, the, the, the mist again kind of collapses into this pool of mist, and then begins to reform into just a formless being, And he goes, You are alive. You are human. You sense like a smirk on him. And he says, Find me. And you, the dream kind of ends, but before it ends, you see flashes of different things. You see deserts and cars and faces, lots of different faces, lots of different people. And you see images of 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 this hotel you see images of pyramids and you see different people you see this this tribe of people somewhere out in a desert land and you, you see all these different flashes and as you come to you're gasping so you take minus one to either body or mind you choose and then plus two to spirit
1: um it's minus how much
0: minus one to body or mind your choice And then plus Um, two to spirit.
1: Minus one body. Okay.
0: And plus two to your spirit. Yep. Okay. Does that take you to 10?
1: Let's see. I have it printed out (laughs) for spirit. That takes me to 11.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you keep that extra plus one and then you get a growth point in spirit. Okay. And yeah. And now you have extra one on top of your base spirit that you have. Cool. So, what do you do? Hello, this is your DM here. DM obviously stands for you know what. DM doesn't stand for anything. You know why? Because my birthday, I get a pass this week. <laughs> yeah, twenty three years old. Thank you. All the birthday wishes. Uh, <laughs> existential dread just piling in there. But thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you might be wondering how we got here, if you like what we do, and you want to give me a special birthday gift that's not just a kiss on the mouth, mwah, you can go to <laughs> you can go ahead and tweet about the show using the hashtag YMBW. That's the hashtag symbol. The letters Y M bw or you can write us five stars on itunes and if you do that not only will you give me just a little little perfect birthday gift uh but you can also get your name read on the show as a character so i uh, i was obviously if you know if you listen to the show you know that pull some names uh general milo himself is obviously one of our twitter followers milo ah, i don't know what to say, what to say. Uh, that's Milo stuff. Obviously, it's different spelling and and whatnot, but yeah, Milo stuff on Twitter. Thank you so much for sharing the show. Um, But yeah, so if you write us all, five stars on uh, iTunes or you know tweet about the show and all that stuff. Also, if you are new here, uh, hello, welcome. I hope you're enjoying the content. Uh, if you are a little bit confused on what's going on, I do uh, implore you to go ahead and listen to episode zero of season two uh context in case you are missing anything or go back and listen to the 69 nice episodes of season one it's a good listen trust me you'll love it uh but yeah thanks so much for listening if you really want to support us we have a patreon patreon.com slash ymbw podcast where you have bonus content Stuff will do for you if you have higher tiers. Go check it out. It's a good time. There's a candle if you if you listen to the, the candle trailer of ours. Uh, yeah, go check it all out. Uh, so that's patreon.com slash YMVW podcast. Tweet about the show using the hashtag YMVW. And rate us five stars on iTunes. And, uh, yeah. I'll let you get back into this episode. It gets a little weird. What do you do?
1: in like my day-to-day or how do I find him?
0: Yeah, how do you find him? Or are you trying to find him?
1: Yes. Um, I think he works himself to a point where he's exhausted every single day. Mm-hmm. So he falls asleep like a rock and tries to enter that sort of dream state
0: again. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make a wisdom check for me. Wisdom check, very well.
1: No, oh God, come
0: back. I'm kind of getting towards February now. Okay. Uh, 16. 16? Yep. You try to get into that like meditative state again. And it takes you about a week. And you eventually like form a dream sequence of like essentially like when you try to like rethink of a dream and you eventually like get it to work. And you're in this space again. And instead of, that misty creature that you were seeing. You're just in a city now and you're kind of looking around and things are happening by you. It's, it's like one of those long exposure videos where like things are just kind of blurring around you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But you see yourself in this strange city. It's a little hot and dry. It's not hot actually. It's it's a little in between and look out and you see just a, a city, a bustling city, but you begin to move in the city and you go to the outskirts of the city. And as you do, you see the pyramids. Like Giza. Mm-hmm.
1: Huh? Do I have to go to Egypt? <laughs> oh God. I have to go sojourn into the desert. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. Um, Can I try to move towards the pyramids?
0: As you move towards the pyramids, you wake up. Okay
1: okay, uh I guess I'm booking a flight to Egypt, okay, or try to get assigned a mission in Egypt
0: so the hunters licenses haven't been given out yet okay so you I have, have to, to wait decide that, right now essentially are you going to put the hunter's license exam on hold to go do this or are you going to try to finish it out first?
1: It's not an issue in Egypt though it's not like I don't need to be licensed over there no
0: no no, no no things have again. Julie, or Jesse rolled a six on the the world thing, so things aren't bad. Things are actually very good right now. Six is a complete success on luck.
1: I think I will put it on hold to go to Egypt by myself. Okay.
0: No license. Uh, Are you by yourself?
1: No, not by myself. Okay. (laughs) The dog is coming with me.
0: (laughs) The dog is coming with you. Is Kumi coming with you?
1: Uh, Does she want to come with me? (sighs) What
0: is Kumi I told her I'd
1: show her a bunch of different cities. Yeah, she's going to, she she
0: comes, mm, she found a job. And she's worried about leaving the job. But she says she wants to, if you're going to be there long, she will come after you. I think that's what she says.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's gone for like more than 10 days. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. You book your flight. (laughs) And I go to Giza. You go to Giza. You arrive to Sphinx Airport, which is the fucking name of the airport, which is fantastic. Did a lot of research to figure that out um how do you get around um i either rent a car uh
1: i can't drive a motorcycle but i say i think i rent a car
0: okay sure yeah you rent a car um as you go to the hmm, what side of do they drive on the i'm trying to see if you can use your driver's license in egypt
1: or i take a taxi like I, i someone drives me places
0: Okay, I mean you could do that too. I mean Uber still exists.
1: Yeah. So (laughs) I ride share.
0: Okay, you ride share to the pyramids. Okay. As you you're going to the pyramids first.
1: Yes. Okay. Unless I check in at a hotel first and then I
0: Okay. Yeah, you could check it to a hotel. Actually, as you're kind of when you're booking this trip and kind of setting everything up, you notice that this one hotel that you scroll by was in your dream. And it's just for a flash. But it's kind of weird. So do you book at that hotel or do you go to a different hotel? I do. Yeah,
1: I I book the one I saw in my dream. Okay.
0: As you are in your taxi to – or in your Uber to go to your hotel, you're picked up by this kind guy, thick accent, but he speaks English. And you guys begin having, like, the normal kind of Uber conversation. And he's just talking and he asks, like, what you're visiting for. You guys talk a little bit about, like, the craziness of, like, the Phaetonians coming to guy- coming to Earth. And, like, as the conversation begins to dry up, it traffic's kind of a little bit heavy here. Talks about how his brother is, like, a desert trader. Um, and, like, how he-, he kind of goes on these long journeys out into the deserts to, like, meet with these other peoples. And, yeah, you just kind of have just normal conversation. But you notice after having this conversation, his voice sounds familiar.
1: Sorry, have we met before?
0: I don't... I don't know. Um, I don't think so. I, this is your first time in Egypt.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, sorry, you just sound like someone I know.
0: <laughs> well, I don't... I don't know. It's... I maybe just have one of those voices, eh? Yeah. <laughs> it kind of gives you a <laughs> chuckle. And eventually you arrive at your hotel, and as you get out, you take a glance at him, give him your thank you and all that. And he... Is one of those people you saw in your dream?
1: Hmm. Uh, it was nice meeting you. Thanks for the ride.
0: Nice meeting you too. Please uh, again, tip and rate on the app. Yeah. He kind of gives you a a, a nod and <laughs> and a wave as he kind of helps with your your last bag, um, and he drives off.
1: Cool. I tip him graciously.
0: Cool. Cool. <laughs> All right. So you kind of book in your hotel, you kind of chill there for a little bit, and then you go out to the pyramids? Yep. Okay. You go out to the pyramids. It's just on the outskirts of the city. You have to take a, a, a walk, or a, I think they have, like, caravans that go out to the actual, like, pyramid location. Mm-hmm. And you're out there. What are you doing?
1: Um, so I'm assuming there's, like, a tourist area.
0: Yes, yes, most definitely, and there's lots of stands that sell various, like, pyramid merch, and then there's a way you can get kind of close to the pyramids. You can't get up to them, obviously, but you can get kind of close to take pictures and all that stuff.
1: Getting as close as I can get.
0: Okay. You make your way to the, the standard, like, staying area, and what do you do?
1: Can I look around for, like, any animal figures in the stone? See if I can find like an eagle or a lion or I a could rhino make an investigation or something. Check. Yeah. No. That is another natural twenty.
0: Natural twenty. Yeah. Okay. Pretty simple. I mean, there's the Sphinx, which is like that human cat. Yeah. Deal, on the actual pyramids themselves, nothing.
1: Nothing. Nowhere near. No.
0: I <laughs> mean, there's there's like you know you see the. Uh, the, the different raw t-shirts like the uh, you know the different gods that have the animal heads you see gotcha. those t-shirts but hmm.
1: I get a shirt for Kumi <laughs> okay sure yeah get I'll a shirt for Kumi something. maybe
0: some other like little relics Dude for ends. the you know little will and Dar and all them
1: yeah I asked Suwan if he smells anything
0: he kind of does a little head tilt and his, his tail's been wagging this whole time kind of being out with all these people in a new place um, he kind of sniffs around doesn't seem to be anything. Hmm. Um, A josting Saija appears and he growls at it, but... Great. That's your new normal now.
1: Stressful. Um, Is there anyone that I recognize in the crowd near the
0: pyramids? Make a perception check.
1: 17.
0: 17. You begin looking around. I'm going to roll percentile dice here. Oh, fuck. Wait, okay, no. I have to re-roll that. Uh, First one's a 10. No, no, you don't. No: no. Um, and, and mind you, this is the first time Cash has seen the pyramids in person. It's still yeah. gorgeous, and it's impressive yeah. how humans were able to build these things without like modern tools, and, and that kind of whole you know narrative of the Egyptian pyramids is still like breathtaking and it's beautiful.: Yeah. It's busy. <laughs> There's a lot of people here not as many it's january travels i mean the, the you know the it's not as big as it usually is but
1: yeah because i'm just thinking if i try to like sneak around the pyramids i'm gonna get arrested by Interpol.
0: oh <laughs> by Interpol. yeah you you know so, that for a fact there's no yeah. need to roll for anything you know that yeah, if you get caught not... breaking the the rules i'm, this is going, Egypt's I'm going to the pokey <laughs> one, of the, one of their most attractive you know Place It'd be like trying to I don't I don't even know what the equivalent would be in the U.S.
1: Trying to climb the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, with my bare hands.
0: E- something like that. Like um, completely against yeah, rules.
1: You're trying to sneak into the White House. Um, yeah,
0: something along those lines.
1: I, fu- like I find like a quieter spot. Mm-hmm. Just take a little seat. Try meditating in this spot. Okay.
0: As you settle down, make a wisdom check for me. Nineteen. Nineteen? You settle down, and you begin meditating, and Suwon just kind of sits next to you, kind of looking around, wagging his tail, all that. And you begin breathing. And nothing weird happens at first. It's just, you just take time to appreciate where you are. Kind of a, a mindfulness thing, right? You are appreciative that, like, even though you had to deal with all these crazy things that just keep on happening, you still find time to appreciate the human side of all of it, how there's always going to be ups and downs, but there's still going to be interesting people and experiences that you can always have. And you just take time to reflect on the more humanistic idea of the pyramids and how they're is like a city next to these pyramids and like how a city formed in this desert and how the human tenacity has created all of this. And you just kind of appreciate it. Hmm. And you get another flash of that Uber driver you had. And you kind of recollect the conversation and something just stands out to you about, something about that, his brother-in-law being a desert trader just makes you curious. Hmm. Um,
1: this is gonna be weird. Can I try to message him on the driving app?
0: Yeah. How do you do so? There. If I, I'm not gonna belabor you, trying to make something up. There's a way you could contact them technically. If you say left something in their car, there's a way to contact. Yeah, totally them, fake to that.
1: Him. Yeah. Okay. Try yeah. To get cool. In contact with them.
0: You, you contact him, and he you message back and forth. He asks you, like, what you left.
1: I think I left my passport in the car. Didn't actually,
0: okay. but I... I he, like you I know, my you message back car. and forth. He's like, he doesn't see it, but he'll, after he's done doing his rounds for the day, will come by your hotel, because when he gets a, a drop-off kind of close to you, and he says you can kind of look for it yourself.
1: Okay. Yeah, so when he comes to the hotel... Uh, I have my passport with me, and I, like, fake finding it in the car. Make a sleight of hand (laughs) check. under a seat. (laughs) Just to make sure he didn't feel bad, like I was going to dupe him or something. Uh, Sleight of hand is dexterity. Nice, 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 16.
0: 16 yeah you're fine it's not a pretty high check uh <laughs> you you kind of search through the back pockets and then you reach down in between the kind of middle portion of like the the front seat and the passenger side and it's in there on the side and you're like oh i got it um got it. thank you he's like oh I'm, I'm i'm sorry i didn't check i guess That's well okay it's
1: it fun. must have just fallen in there um I had a quick question. Just while you're here, your uh, brother's trading. Like, where does what kind of stuff does he do? I've just been thinking about it, and it seemed really interesting.
0: Oh, uh, I mean, I I don't know the the specifics, but uh, does some kind of cross. I, I, he's a photographer, but he's also like a tradesman. I, does he do I don't excursions know
1: like with tourists?
0: It's the slow season. Not usually, but. Maybe if he could use some extra cash. Right?
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, do you have his number that I could uh, contact him with?
0: Uh, he or kind a of way pats to contact his. Him? He pats his pockets and pulls out his phone. He says, "I, yes, I can give you. I guess his his contact information. I, uh, he, he gives you a, a phone number and he he feels you can feel like the tension in him a little bit. He's like a little confused as to this, but." exchange but he's he's being kind and, and courteous
1: okay um well thank you I really really appreciate it
0: of, of course um, uh, thanks
1: for the passport uh, yes. that saved me a lot of trouble let me tell you
0: uh, no it's, it's no problem I, I enjoy meeting foreigners
1: <laughs> all right it was
0: nice meeting you nice meeting you too. and he ignored Drives away. I
1: get in contact
0: with his brother or brother-in-law or whatever it was that you okay. said. yeah. You get in contact with his, his brother-in-law. Basically um, asking if he does excursions out into the desert. Yeah, 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 yeah. You begin, like, kind of chatting with him. He says he doesn't usually do excursions. Make a persuasion check for me.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, boy. That's an 18. Okay. I forgot okay. I had a plus to persuasion. Okay. You begin talking with him you chat with him for a little while and eventually he's he you you talk him up and he he'll he's willing to do it it's going to be a, a little bit of a steep price for like a regular tour thing but he said yeah. he'll he'll kind of take you on his route he said he, he needs to go around and and do some more photography anyway so he's yeah. he's going with you it's not as hot as it normally would be in the desert it's still like 80s which is hot but not yeah. as hot so he takes mm-hmm. you what do you what do you do on this excursion?
1: Um, I think I'm just looking around. I'm trying to look for that. Um, like you said, there was like a tribe or a group of people in the desert. Yeah. I'm um, looking for that. I'm looking for like other, like caravans or other excursions into the desert. As yeah, well.
0: you you see a tribe here and there. You see like people walking. You see like obviously like the camel walk, but you also see people kind of. Driving in these buggies, the same as you occasionally. Like, again, this is hours and hours of travel over stretches of, of land. Um, he said that this would be like a two, three day travel situation. Mm-hmm. And on the second day, you are like dozing in the, the back of the car, kind of just looking out, taking, again, appreciating this kind of deserty landscape that you've never experienced before. And like a flash of inspiration hits you. And you you tell him to pull over and stop. And you just feel like this inspiration to tell you to go in a certain direction. Okay. Okay. I tell him to keep going? It's off this path that you've been driving through. If you would like for him to kind of go in this direction you are telling him to, go ahead and make a persuasion check for me. 16. 16. 16. He's a little hesitant. I'll say for a price, you can, but it's going to be a pretty like hefty price. Um.
1: Either that or he could stay here, take a little breather while I run off. Okay. Is that... Yeah, for is sure. Is he amenable to that?
0: Uh, He'll still ask for more money than you're is already Is it paying. less
1: if I make him...
0: Yes, less if you make him...
1: Just stay there? Stay there, for sure. Yeah, okay.
0: Okay. You pay him up, and you drift off into the desert. And this feeling keeps on telling you to keep on going. How long are you going to follow this?
1: Um, what time of day is it when we
0: get to that sort of for? Early, Early, uh, early afternoon to, like, just noon.
1: Uh, I think I walk for an hour for okay. now. And walk an hour. And then if nothing happens... Another hour. And then just slowly, like, until something happens, he probably walks for about six hours.
0: Six hours? Okay. You walk six hours. You do. You keep on feeling this. And and this feeling grows stronger. And as you continue going, you're six hours away now. The sun is not beginning to set, but it's getting there.
1: Then I walk until
0: it's dark. Okay. You walk until it's dark. You, it's hot. You've been sweating a lot. Make a Constitution yeah. saving throw for me.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, I am so lucky that is an 18.
0: Okay. Uh, 18. You continue going. You're getting tired now. You are. It's night at this point. What are you doing?
1: Um. It's about to start getting cold. Yes. And I feel bad for my dog, who's been walking for s- yeah. eight hours now. Suwan is um, also
0: starting to get a little tired. I'm assuming you brought water and whatnot. Yes. Giving it to yes. yourself and Suwan. Primarily it, for You dog. know this because you've been here for a while. It doesn't get, like, super cold at night, but it gets, like, down to the 50s. Chilly, yeah.
1: Time to sit. Time to sit down.
0: Okay. You sit. <laughs> you rest. Um, you still feel that, like pull, to keep to going. Go. Yeah. All it, right. It, here we go. Yeah. Go ahead and make an insight check for me. Fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. You can't really tell how much farther you need to go, but you still feel like it's it's somewhere out here. This this pulling sensation that you've been feeling.
1: Keep going.
0: Okay. Keep going. Make another constitution saving throw for me. Thirteen. Thirteen. You're starting to get exhausted, man. Take minus one body.
1: Okay. Oh, fuck. This is bad. <laughs> okay. Yes, keep going.
0: Still going? Yeah. You can feel it. It's, you're getting closer. At least you feel like you're getting closer. Make another constitution saving throw for me. Natural 20. Natural 20. You're pushing mm-hmm. through. You're getting... You feel... Make another insight check now. 18. 18? You yeah. feel this pull, you definitely like know now where you're going. And as the night sky, you can see the stars up above now, far, far, far away. I mean, you can see in the distant, distant horizon, the slight glow of the city, but like super far away when you're on top of one of these mountains. But you can feel now this pull is, is pulling you to this location and you're not super far off, but you're a few hours at least away.
1: Nap time. It's bedtime.
0: Okay, you're going to bunker down.
1: At uh, least take a short rest. Okay. Quote unquote. Yeah,
0: like a Just short. Just take nap.
1: A, like a hot breather. Yeah. Okay.
0: If you work to continue like during these hours, I would say it's around midnight, one in the morning now.
1: Yeah. Here we go. Okay. Keep trucking.
0: Okay. You take like a short nap. You wake up. It's like three in the morning now. Uh, make a survival check for me. Yeah, just
1: because I'm walking through the desert by myself in the dark.
0: 15. 15? Yep. You make like a little alcove for yourself. You like bed down. Suwon kind of growls at something. And just as he growls at it, uh, you see like the snake kind of coming towards you. What are you doing in the the instant meantime? This is a soft Uh, move.
1: Do I recognize the snake or is it like split second? Split second. What are you doing? Uh, I am gonna try to back away from it. Okay.
0: You you kind of back away from it. This thing is kind of, like, going after you, but when you kind of stand up to your full height, it hisses back and then does the little stray thing where it's just kind of, like, trying to intimidate you. What are you doing?
1: Um, because I'm thinking, like, is this Mr. Dusk or is it just a
0: fucking snake?
1: (laughs) 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 Um, I slowly sort of move around it. Okay. Like trying to
0: what are, yeah, what are like you trying either to? Either
1: draw its attention or distract it enough that I can get behind it.
0: Okay. You won't be able to get behind it because you you have its attention. Yeah. Um and it follows you and it hisses out and it kind of does a little like the little lash out thing but a doesn't little like tag. Yeah, yeah, like trying to spook you essentially. Um and it kind of still stays there. Can
1: I tell if this is like a colubrid or is it
0: like a viper? Uh, make a uh, animal handling check.
1: Yeah, animal yeah, handling because... survival. One of the two. Um. Okay. I have, I'm sorry, do I have a plus ten to animal handling?
0: What? That's not a thing. I mean, maybe if that's one of your proficiencies.
1: I literally <laughs> I think I have a plus ten. Well, there you go. I don't know how I do, but thank God I do. That's a 19.
0: 19? Yeah. You lead it around, and what were you doing before?
1: Just trying to, like, draw its attention okay. while I sort of, like, like back draw away away a little bit. You,
0: like, draw its attention back, and you kind of draw it away from you, and in that moment, Suwon just kind of jumps on it, shakes it, and like does the dog. Favor, shakes it and like tosses just it out. Tills the... just
1: fucking. Murders he doesn't kill it, it yeah.
0: but he he definitely like fucking tosses, fuck like gets it, away. yeah, away from you. Eats that boy. Yeah. All right, you're up. You're moving.
1: We're moving. We're gonna keep on moving. Okay,
0: make another Constitution saving throw. You're getting. You can feel yourself getting close now. Oh boy,
1: sixteen. Thank God, I'm going better on
0: these. Sixteen. Yeah. Uh, the DC take minus one body
1: oh my god he's um, gonna die
0: you don't die you don't die in the year game you just get a uh, either a you know a hurt thing or a, a penalty to your your character okay. and go ahead and i think just because of how tenacious you've been through this i'll go ahead and give you plus one spirit again just because you've been like tenacious in following this thread of exploration
1: Crazy man walking in the
0: desert. Yeah. suwon's si also, like, trudging along with you. You, see, you hear a couple complains every once, like of complaints every once in a while. But you guys are continuing. And you finally, in the night, it's pitch black dark right now. You mm-hmm. were just kind of stumbling, using the stars in the moonlight as light for your journey. And eventually you get to the top of this one mound and you look down and you see just a pinpoint of fire down in the distance, start like jogging. Jogging. Make one more Constitution saving throw for me. All right, homeboy. Hmm.
1: Hmm. 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 Okay, that's a eleven.
0: Eleven. You begin jogging, <laughs> and you're you're so tired, and you're so dehydrated, and you're jogging, and you're running. Take minus two body. Okay. And you pass. Out. Uh, roll a constitution saving throw for Sue for me real quick. Okay, for 19. 19? Okay. Yep. That will inform this. What are you at body-wise right now? One. Okay. So <laughs> choose a penalty or a... So if you choose a penalty, you get a growth point. Which means your your character can improve. So like in the other apocalypse systems where you can kind of sacrifice a little bit of yourself to grow in the other ways a little bit more, or you could take a injury, or what is the uh the specific an infliction. Thing, an infliction. And then that stays with you until you get rid of that infliction. I have there are certain things you have to do for that infliction. So it's your choice.
1: So I take a penalty or you do an infliction.
0: Uh, you, choose, you choose either one, but the inflictions, you have no idea what they do. I just have broken bone, bleeding, concussed, burned, disease, are the inflictions.
1: And the penalty is a growth or the infliction is a growth?
0: The penalty is a growth.
1: Um, yeah, I'll take the penalty. Do I choose which penalty it is? Yes,
0: you choose a penalty. So frail, missing limb, scarred, damaged, crippled, prone to exhaustion. Oh, I, th- I miss a couple. Uh, There's also prone to petrification. There's also... I love uh,
1: Okay, so... uh, Is this a temporary thing?
0: These are permanent. These are
1: permanent. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... Hmm. I think with the amount of sun that he's been exposed to in the last day, I think damage would count. Like, would... Like, he is, like like sunstroked out yeah
0: you sunstroked out you like pushed yourself too far and now you're like feeling the effects of like hurting
1: yeah
0: okay yeah for sure
1: so I dig a minus five
0: to your two. maximum HP cool
1: all right the and first I one of
0: the out. game you pass out and I mean you feel nothing but eventually you come out. to
2: mm-hmm
0: you come to, and you are in this, like, tent, and there's a small burned-out fire somewhere, like, next to you. You can smell the burning embers, and you have, like, a, a, a wet towel, like a rag, on your forehead, and you're just kind of laid out on this mat.
1: Is there anyone else in the tent with
0: me? Not at the moment.
1: Is my dog there? Yes. Okay. Um, Is he awake?
0: Yes. And he's kind of, as he sees you stir, he kind of gets up and does the little tail wag.
1: Give him little face scratches. Um, Can I get
0: up or does, like, everything hurt? (laughs) Uh, Everything hurts. You're exhausted would be, like, the D&D condition. You're, like, so tired. You can get up. You can, like, try to do it, but you just feel so weak right now.
1: Yeah, I think I'm just gonna chill here. I'm just gonna keep okay. laying down with my
0: dog. You you lay down and, and Suwon Suwan barks a couple times. Like <coughs> now that you're <coughs> up, and you see these this this uh, this woman come in. She's you can see she's got dark skin, kind of sun damaged wrinkles. You see her wearing these clothes that would be definitely like protecting against the desert heat. And as she walks in, she speaks in a language you don't understand. And kind of motions to you.
1: Motions to like follow her.
0: No, no, no. Just like, like, make an insight check. Yeah, twenty-one. Twenty-one. She's like asking if you're okay. Why you are out in the desert? Kind of like you can tell by like the way she's motioning, and that deal. And knowing multiple languages, you kind of understand this sentiment.
1: Yeah, uh, I try to basically tell her that, like, I'm okay, I'm looking for something, pretty much if I, that's what I can get. Okay, get uh, as that's... you
0: begin speaking to her, she does a little hand wave in front of you, she, she mutters out, like, no, no, uh, in English, uh, uh, she does two hands to tell you to wait, and she runs out of there. And she eventually comes back with uh, this older gentleman, graying hair, little frailer, but not too old. You think maybe in his 50s, 60s, he appears to be. And he kind of walks in and goes, uh, you speak English? Uh, yes, I do. We found you in the, the desert.
1: Yeah. Um...
0: Make a wisdom check for me. Sixteen. Sixteen, you recognize yep. this face as well from whatever dream sequence.
1: Okay. Um, so basically, when I see these faces, it seems like I'm either seeing the future. Or it's like I'm following the right path, or I'm it following a like path. Just seems like a familiar
0: face. Mm. Um.
1: Yeah. I'm. I'm looking for something. Um. I. Just. I saw your campfire and and thought it would be sort of the next best thing. I've been walking for about a day.
0: He kind of looks at you sternly, kind of gives you up. Then he says, "You're tired. Please rest." And he kind of he motions to the to the woman, says some something in a language you don't understand, and she comes and brings you food. And you kind of leaning out and listening out. You can hear maybe about a dozen or so people out and about talking. You hear uh, camels, the the sound of camels and, and other things happening outside of this encampment that you're in. Uh, make a history check for me. Thirteen. Thirteen? Yeah. You don't know who these people are, necessarily, but you know that they're one of the nomadic peoples that roam the desert in. Based on the area you're in, you know that this is one of them, at least. Okay. You eat. You gain a little bit of your strength back. You're, you're back at five body now. Or no, okay. here's your body reset to regular. Hold on, let me see. Uh, if you take a penalty... If you take a penalty, your body resets to normal.
1: Phew! <laughs> yeah.
0: You take time to rest, to recuperate. You, you stay there for about a day. You're assuming at this point, the person that drove you here is gone. Yeah.
1: As he should, he's a business owner.
0: What do you do with these people?
1: I don't know, vibe. Um. I don't know. I guess I try to sort of pick up what they're what they're doing with try to help them out, like watering camels, I guess, or I don't know, like yeah. like okay. try to help them out where I can.
0: You get integrated, not not fully, obviously. The guy eventually communicates to you that they will drop you off once they get to their next settlement. But they seem to be this nomadic tribe. He says the name of the, the tribe in a language it, it, you can't really understand it. But eventually, through communication and to through the way in which he's, he's talking about it, you, you eventually realize this might be some of the Berber people. Okay. Which is a, a nomadic people that live in the general area of the Egyptian deserts. And they are are somewhat mercantile, somewhat just like a religion of traveling and that kind of deal. Um, but you integrate with them. You talk with them. You learn from them. So not anything exceedingly profound. Anything exceedingly... I I don't know how to put it. It's just you learn what it means to be human, how to make a connection, how to live a different lifestyle. You're not sure. It's something deeper. And you feel in yourself this sort of profound change of wanting to do this more. And that's not from this weird mind thing you've had going on from these dreams. It's just a new perspective. Hmm. And as you continue and you eventually get dropped off in the city of Kara, which is this oasis desert area. But eventually you find like a place to find a way to get back to Giza. Giza. What are you doing?
1: How far did I go? Fucking far. <laughs> How far is distance between Berber? And- no, no, the no. Actual, uh, like Caria and uh, Giza. What's the distance between
0: the two? Uh, let me find out. <laughs> oh no. Uh, driving only about nine hours by like the main road. Yikes! So a while. All right. You could easily, not easily, it would cost you a bit. You could find out a way to get someone to pay you to take you back to Giza. Giza.
1: Yeah, I, def- I have to go back to Giza, do I not? I have to go home.
0: <laughs> it would make sense. Yeah. <laughs>
1: no, I stay here.
0: Like, what? No, I have to go home. <laughs> the last night you spend with these people, after this kind of profound realization of what it means to be human and what it means to live in another life, and to kind of take this human risk, risk your body, risk your your spirit, you have another dream. Okay. And you see this misty lion figure again, and he goes, Good. You've learned a lesson. Get ready for your next one.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And... You see more flashes of mountains this time. People. You see a a huge cliff face. And you see a temple of some sort.
1: What kinda like what kind of temple? Like
0: is it an Asian or like has a some sort of or Eastern or like... Asian design. Okay.
1: Uh so I'm gonna hop a plane back to Chicago.
0: Okay. It's been eight days since no nine, so you're getting close up to that Kumi following you date. You, I just look like shit on your back. You call I her. Like, I'm like, tell peeling. her to cancel the the flight and all this. Yes, yeah. You don't look great. You're definitely sun scorched and like, even though the you know it's not summer in these deserts, it's still not something you're used to at all the closest you ever oh you didn't (laughs) even go on the drinks and dances thing so you don't even know um you book your flight back to chicago and you eventually make it back to chicago
1: yep
0: what are you doing um
1: i basically just want to like recap with kumi um and try to find this like weird temple place i start checking like significant shrines and markers in like eastern your uh, Eastern Asian okay. make
0: a Google check oh oh
1: boy I forgot about these Google it's in technology
0: 10 10 10 you're searching around you're googling you're trying to figure it out you're not really finding anything you're not sure you 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 try to like match up some of these like more well-known historical places to your, like, dream that you had, and you're just not finding anything?
1: Um... Do I can I like kind of narrow down as to like what country it might be in or like what region is it specifically like Ye- Vietnam you spend Korea, about a, a week. like China or is it like Japanese or is it like
0: Yeah, you spend about a week researching the mountainous terrains you were thinking about and you and Kumi both spend time like researching and reading about these different places and you th- you can assume that it's in Tibet
1: okay so it's in Tibet interesting okay and I oh I should finish taking my hunter's exam first
0: yes okay this is what we can do then you begin finishing your hunter's exam there's the final kind of application part where there's there's almost like a talent show that you're supposed to do for the hunter's exam. It's really strange. But you, you go to this giant warehouse area, and there's a couple hundred people. You're, you're in Chicago. There's a couple hundred people who are taking the hunter's exam this day in this area. And this woman calls out to all of you. She goes, hello. Uh, she has like a, a kind of microphone PA system. She goes, hello. Welcome to the final stages of the hunter's exam. This will be the more practical application of it. We will divide you into physical characteristics and academic characteristics. If you're here for research, go ahead and go to the left here. There will be a test and a performance portion where you will perform some of your uh, academic. You'll theorize. There will be an exam. Go over there. We'll work with you on there. If you're here for a more physical application, say you're going to be a hunter, for instance, uh, please come over here to to the right. We will have a practical display. There will be a panel of judges and you will be graded on your performance, not necessarily if you win or lose, but just how you perform. Make a perception check for me.
1: Okay. Uh, That's very good.
0: 21. 21. You see the first figure first. You see it's not just humans in this, obviously. Uh, You see other phaetonian creatures less mind you but there are other phaetonian creatures here who are trying to get some sort of licensing so that they can do whatever they do Mm -hmm. you see some of them peel off to the left to kind of go take this academic area pulling off to the right though one of the first people you see is hans oh shit and then you see next to him greta
1: oh oh shit uh, are they like waiting in line? Is it like a structured sort of thing, or
0: everybody is just kind of all walking to the to the right here? At, as everybody kind of moves and is getting divided up, essentially into their different groups. Yeah, you're going. Where are you going? Are you going to the to the left or to the right? You're right. Okay, I figured. Yeah. <laughs> what if, if I you did, wanted you to take like, the, if uh... you wanted to take the story <laughs> in another place? I wouldn't be opposed to it. Yeah. Uh, you move over to the right and you see essentially different rings set up, and. She goes, all right, now, um, each of you will be sparring with another partner. Try not to make it lethal. Uh, We have medics on staff ready to deal with them. You were just supposed to display your abilities. So please, choose a ring. We will be drawing out lots soon to see who goes first and who goes against who. Roll a d6 for me. Okay. Okay, Five. Five. Great. You pick a ring and you are given a, a specific number. And the person to join your ring is Hans.
1: Yeah. Oh, but
0: that's going to beat him. Oh, uh, hey. Hey. Cash. Yeah, how, hi. Sorry, it's it's been a minute. How how have you been? I'm good, I guess. Um taking the hunters exam, so I mean, aren't we all I guess we are all. Uh, uh I mean, cool. Let's, uh, just like the old days in SWAT, we'll just, you know, spar against each other. Duke it out, yeah. Uh, Let's not go too, too hard on each other. But uh, I'm interested to see how you did. Hero of SWAT, or at least what was left of it at the end there. Let's see mm -hmm. what you got. All right. Okay, you two begin sparring. Go ahead and roll a attack for me.
1: Is this unarmed?
0: Uh, yeah. Okay.
1: Um, Dirty 20.
0: Dirty 20. You instantly, you've you've done this a couple times with Hans now because he is strike and you would go and practice with the strike members uh, for your various physical training. Blow to blow. You guys are just going at it. Pretty impressive as far as how far Hans has developed. He's not using a sword right now. He has it kind of at his side, but he's just kind of going fist to fist with you and it seemed to go really well He transforms into a wolf and then you get like fighting with the wolf creature (laughs) He's getting a little bit of an edge on you. You do take minus one body Okay as he kind of does bite at you as a wolf, but you're like you take him and you flip him upside down as a wolf and cause him to go out of his wolf form into his elvish form again, and the two of you continue going to blow to blow, and you, you're starting to get like a sizable crowd going around. A performance check for me. A
1: performance check. Oh God.
0: Yeah. We're performing <laughs> at this hunter's exam.
1: <laughs> That's a natural twenty. Really? Okay. Yeah.
0: You yeah. are. You, are the, you and Hans are just going back and forth, back and forth, boom, 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 boom. You do flips as as Hans brings out the sword now and begins air slashing. And you see uh, he cuts off the ropes in two sections of the thing. So now you're just kind of fighting in this almost open stage. And it's kind of gotten quiet around you, but that doesn't take you out of the, the mood at all. You begin fighting back and forth, back and forth. And something about the experience you had in Egypt... I don't know bolsters you makes you want to do better you gain the in-game bonus embolden which means you get to reroll any three body checks so strength constitution or dexterity and you're just going blow to blow like back and forth back and forth and at this point everyone's eyes are on you as you guys continue to do this dance of just beautiful combat and you you finish and roll one more like Attack, unarmed attack. 23.
1: 23.
0: You you finish out with this kind of explosive two-handed palm and you knock Hans back off of the stage at this point. There's a roar of applause and you get a bit of a flashback back to your karate days. And that kind of roar of applause exhilarates you and you feel like this warmth in you and like this this need for this need to just be again and you haven't felt this since the accident but it feels good and roll a d6 for me three three and then suddenly you feel something cold digging in your back and you turn around quickly and you see a josing are just tearing into you again Go ahead and make a wisdom check for me. You try to push him off again.
2: Uh,
1: is it a saving throw or a just a check? Just a check. Seventeen.
0: Seventeen. You you kind of struggle at your back, and people are like looking at you strangely. And I like they're congratulating, they're cheering, but like you 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 do this like weird back thing, and you kind of like turn around and do a roll. And you find that piece again as you do your roll, and there's a pulse that comes off of you, and the, the Josin Saija kind of skitters back a little bit, and then you see Su Wan kind of jump up onto the stage, and begin like growling and barking and, and kind of gnashing at this Josing Saija. As far as you know, no one else can see this. So it Great. looks kind of strange. Uh You take minus one. You can do, choose mind or body, depending on.
1: uh Let's take
0: body. Body, okay. Minus one body as uh, the kind of coldness sinks into you from this Josing Saija attack again, and but you, you berate yourself and then kind of call Sue on, and the Josing Saija at this point is left. People kind of run up to you, the medics come, they check out Hans, the medics come to check out you. You can roll a heal if you want. Are you below your body's limit?
1: Uh yes. So okay. I am below.
0: So if you want the to, seven. you can roll a heal. Or you can wait a little while, and then your heal will get better, essentially. You can't go above your body for your heal, but the DC decreases, and the amount you can heal increases the longer you wait. But this is an opportunity where you could, because you're being checked out by a medic. It's up to you.
1: So you I only get one heal. of these per, like, episode per sort of thing? Yeah. Per cycle? Is this the first cycle? Yes. Am I about to enter the second cycle? Yes. Okay, so yes, I'll take the heal.
0: Okay. Uh, go ahead... And are you, my question is, are you waiting now or are you going to go see a doctor later?
1: No, I'll just get checked out by the medics here because he's not going to go to okay, the
0: doctor. Okay, cool. Uh, go ahead. Uh, what are you down? How much are you down from your body's uh, regular? Two. two. Two? So ten uh, plus another one. Go ahead and make a constitution check.
1: Okay. And then I'd make that with exa- with um, advantage because I have emboldened?
0: You can if you want to, Yes. Okay, it uses, you get, it's, it's essentially three two. luck on those three.
1: Okay, yeah, so that's a 16.
0: 16, so you heal two body.
1: Okay, excellent, so I'm back to, back to normal. Back to
0: regular. You're checked out by the medics. Hans, also checked out by the medics. Uh, it comes towards the end, middle end of February. You're back home now, and you get the letter. Congratulations, You will be receiving your hunter's license soon. And you begin to plan your trip to Tibet.